Welcome to the Suffering Podcast. Each week, we walk you through how suffering is the way to sustainable success and the path to greatness. We are now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other major podcast platform. Please subscribe and like to get the latest episodes as soon as they drop. You can always find our latest episodes at thesufferingpodcast.buzzsprout.com. Please comment. We may even read your comments on future podcasts and even reach out to you for a future guest spot. Like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for The Suffering Podcast. Here you'll see links to episodes, updates, and inside information on how to achieve greatness through the joy of suffering. So get ready, sit down, and strap in. Sit your ass down. down. Sit your ass down. down. Let's talk about the suffering. It's time to start the pain. Sit your ass down. Down. Sit your ass down. Down. Strap it. Strap it. This is gonna hurt. Gonna hurt. Let's talk about the suffering. It's time to start the pain. This is gonna hurt. It's time for the suffering podcast. We all need a little relief from time to time. A life filled with stress is really no life at all. Most of us are so wrapped up in our own little personal suffering that we find it difficult to search outside of our own little kingdoms to see that there are others in need, others that are charged with a life of service, a life of protection, a life of selflessness. Sheep need others to watch over them, identifying and protecting from any potential danger. Wolves, now they're instinctual predators that search for easy targets to satisfy their need for domination and food by taking advantage of opportunistic situations. The easy target of prey unprepared to fight back makes for a slaughter. Thankfully, there's the sheepdog. The sheepdog is tasked with protection. They're fewer than those they protect, but they're vital to the survival of every creature under the umbrella of safety that it provides. They keep away the wolves, never letting the sheep know how close to danger they came and how close to slaughter they nearly were led into. Don't let the wolves lead you to believe that the sheepdog is unnecessary. But the protectors need help from time to time. Nobody's tasked with their relief. They must be self-reliant and appear in times of need. Thankfully, there are now places and organizations that take it upon themselves to protect the sheepdog. The heroes. I'm Kevin Donaldson. I'm here with Mike Felace. And on this episode of the Suffering Podcast, we are recording live from Live Free Farms in this special remote show for the suffering of heroes relief being able to live free in the 23rd hour. This day is brought to you by four organizations, Live Free Farm, an animal sanctuary devoted and dedicated to assisting veterans suffering from PTSD by way of animal therapy. 23rd Hour Angels, Helen, Melissa, and Nadia have focused their special holistic healing talents by helping veterans and first responders suffering from PTSD. Dented Development Project, helping first responders and their families repair dents caused by suffering. And of course, us, the Suffering Podcast, which shows that suffering is the way to sustainable success and that you're never alone in your struggle. 
this is going to be a great day to celebrate all these heroes, Mike. I love going out and seeing everybody and seeing the impact that we have on people. You know, for, first of all, it's a, it's a beautiful day up here in Skillman. It, it's something that's near and dear to both of our hearts. You know, Heroes Relief with, with PTSD, as everybody knows, both of us suffered from PTSD. And There's got to be people out there protecting the protectors because we can't always be self-reliant. There are sometimes we need somebody to step in and say, hey, listen, man, it's going to be okay. There's a point where you have to get some relief. You can't sit there and, and, and suffer from PTSD. Like you said, you, you got to take, take it by the throat and run with it. I mean, I, I think Kevin Klink has come up with a fantastic idea with Live Free Farms. He uses the animals as therapy, as bringing people and giving them purpose. Because, listen, if you have purpose in your life, it, it, it really does bring you out of the darkness. When we both went through our incidents, and we talked about this many a times, there was that down period where we couldn't do anything. We couldn't go out and work. We couldn't, you know, and you get that, that useless feeling. And that was the deepest, darkest time of my life. Nothing's worse than feeling useless. But then you have the 23rd Hour Angels. And I've sat through one of their sessions, one of their healing sessions, and all they want to do is help you shed that armor that you put on your, that we put on ourselves. Nobody's putting it on us. We do it on ourselves to guard against trauma that we see. I don't want to say a lot of PTSD, but a lot of it is self-imposed. Yes. It's almost like a self-pity thing, you know, where you just say, you know, I feel like shit today. I'm going to keep feeling like shit. We're, we're, we're taught to, to protect ourselves. And then when it becomes, we become so laden and heavy that we get this rush of emotions and we really don't know how to deal with it. Now, the girls over here sitting to our left, they have opened people up and really shown them that. It's possible to lift this heavy weight off your shoulders. You know, we, we all need help at some time. So we're here today do, recording our remote show from Live Free Farms for the Hero Coalition. The taco truck has just showed up. <laughs> just going to say that. Okay, we're going to break now. Taco yeah, we're going to go to break. We're going to get a taco. <laughs> Stay tuned. we got some fantastic people coming out to support us. We're going to have them on. We're going to be talking to the 23rd Hour Angels. We're going to be talking to Kevin Klink of Live Free Farms. And I'm sure you're going to be tired of hearing us hearing us by the end of the day. Let's get at it. All right. We'll see you in a bit. We all need a little relief from time to time. And there's a new product out there that I want you to go check out. It's called Heroes Relief Wine. This wine's going to benefit four organizations dedicated to relieving the heavy burdens that weigh on our military and first responders' shoulders. These are people who take care of us. It's time we start returning the favor. This wine's going to benefit Live Free Farm, a veteran-run and owned animal sanctuary dedicated to the healing of invisible scars through animal therapy. 23rd Hour Angels, the healing team is comprised of three beautiful women that rescue military and first responders from the burdens that trauma causes. Dented Development Project and the Suffering Podcast help repair dents caused by suffering in first responders and their families by showing how there is light in the end of the tunnel. So go to oldyorksellers.com and search for Heroes Relief Wine or check our show notes for the link. And we're here with the 23rd Hour Angels. We're here with Helen, Nadia, and Melissa. They're one of our hosts for the Heroes Coalition fundraiser that we're doing today. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to talk a little bit more about your organization. Well, Nadia doesn't want to talk. Nadia brought her singing bowls instead. Nadia, give the singing bowl a little little tip. So just imagine if you're sitting in a room with your eyes closed, Nadia's over top of you, doing this, the bowls are sitting on top of you, 
and they're releasing all this pressure inside of you, and that's kind of what they do. Explain what the singing bowls do as far as giving relief. The singing bowls is um, it's this frequency that will give healing where it's necessary, it'll break up energy where it's blocked. So it's to create a positive environment. And Melissa, I noticed you don't use singing bowls. Is there a particular reason for that? <laughs> they don't play for me. <laughs> so you have to have She's a certain not, gift. Not musically inclined. <laughs> I swear, I swear. <laughs> you have to have a certain gift in order to, to listen they to the singing bowls. They just don't play for me. I love them. I love when Nadia does it. It's yeah. it's like background music. Yeah, it, it's something it. I could have fallen asleep to very easily. Yeah, it's I, a great I almost, vibration. I almost fell asleep a couple it, minutes ago. It is nice. It is nice. It's like uh, sounds of the ocean, only with just yeah, blank vibration. Wow. Tell me some of the things you've been up to since your episode. Your episode was episode thirty, 30. I believe. Yes, it oh, is. Don't get that wrong. I hear it all the time. I know you've been <laughs> doing. Listen to my episode. Listen to my episode. You've been on the talk show circuit since becoming very famous for on the Suffering Podcast. Maury Povich and. <laughs> And, of course, the wind's picking up. <laughs> of course. That's a sign of God. Yes. That's a sign of some, That's a sign that somebody's pissed off at me. I thought it was the singing balls. Yeah, this is the, this is the joys of doing a remote podcast. Well, we had several sessions already, so and we had one this Friday, and um, it was a good one. But that's what we've been doing. We've been just trying to restore our energy from all the healing sessions that we've done. We might take a little break, but we'll get back on it. Well, you were thinking about doing some yoga event, correct? Yes. Okay, explain that one a little bit. We're gonna do a, we're gonna plan a yoga event, and it's gonna be a yoga release, but with the healing team. So we're gonna have a, a, a yoga instructor that's gonna guide the probably more of a restorative, gentle yoga, and the healing team, me, Nadia, and Melissa, we're gonna do our individual healing on. We're going to probably limit the class to probably 15, and we're going to walk around and do some separate healing while they're doing gentle yoga. So you're looking to gear this more towards vets, first responders? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, if I could offer something, again, I, I've spoken to you this about this at length. You're going to get type A personalities on a high-protein diet in a room doing yoga, which has been known to release gas. Uh, <laughs> especially if you eat that almond butter you just gave me. <laughs> I think you might want to think this one through, ladies. That's okay. We've yeah, been that's who, that's who we've been working on. You know, typically the guys we work on have all been military, cops, PTSD like crazy. There is no of shortage of the need for healing in yeah, those and, people. Yeah, and they've been great guys. Every session's been great for us. I mean, the guys have been amazing, so... Nice that, you know, that's an interesting question. What, what would you do? Because I don't want to say it's an intimate. It, it, it is an intimate thing mm-hmm. because it's just you and them. What happens if you either A, trigger somebody or B, because they, these are people with trauma. Well, do you have a plan in place for that? Like an exit strategy or security guards there? Nadia's going to whack him over the head with a singing bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to that vibration. <laughs> well, I mean, Melissa works at a gun range, and I have a gun, so. Okay. Uh, you never know what I'll have on me at the moment. T- Touche. <laughs> well, it, in all honesty, you, you do need to start thinking about these things, because you are getting bigger. You're moving forward with this thing. Mm-hmm. So you need to start thinking about the things you don't want to think about and that's we do. safety and protection we do 
We do. Well, we've been lucky because it's usually someone we know or through somebody, so those are the recipients. So it's not like we have an outsider outsider yet, so I mean, we, we feel probably pretty will then, obviously yeah. we will then, and we'll have, we, we will have to do something. Well, Absolutely the bigger not. you get, the more you're going to, you know, the more reach you're going to have, and you're going to have someone that you don't know. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Especially yeah. all these people just come back now from Afghanistan and, you know, the ones that were lucky enough to make it back. Yeah. They've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. With, PT, with PTSD, sometimes you have a hair trigger. Yeah. So what I hear, Mike, is that you are going to be our security guard. So this is what I'm getting out of this. But security guard, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> security, I, I can be security. <laughs> so we're here today to celebrate and raise money to so we can continue doing our stuff and help heroes. I do want to hear from each of you, even Nadia, you're going to lean into a microphone because this is important. The definition of a hero is different to every single person out there. So I would like to know what your personal definitions of what a hero is. You we'll could, start with Melissa first. You could say me if you want. <laughs> well, you're who comes to my mind, Mike. Uh, but um, <laughs> A hero to me is somebody who gives selflessly. That's what a hero is without concern for their well-being. That's a, that, I think that's a pretty good def definition. Let's start. Let's go. Let's go with Nadia. Nadia, I want to hear. I want to hear the Selma Hayek voice. <laughs> I agree with Melissa. Yes, it's someone that it gives without thinking, but it comes back to them. It's just something, that, you know, given the with all the heart, with all the soul. That's where they they don't think about it. They just think about helping other people and. I agree 100 percent because the, the the people behind us as a as a vet or a police officer or a first responder the people in our family they take they bear a lot of the brunt a lot of the trauma that we see falls on them. They're my heroes. That's your healing heroes. Yes, my healing heroes. <laughs> and Helen. Anybody that risked their life their lives saving others. Without even thinking, questioning, they jump into the fire and save regardless. And not even knowing that person that they're saving. Absolutely. Yes. And this is why we decided to specialize in law enforcement and uh, military for their healing because they don't have any outlets so that's why we're doing it for them well thankfully we're here today to put all this stuff together to start taking care of those that have been taking care of us for our whole lives 23rd hour angels look for them on facebook follow in our show notes will be a link to everything they are also part of the heroes relief coalition and we have our new wine coming out and we actually have a sample of it here it's you've drank it right now and i'm yeah. afraid to drink it it's too pretty to drink <laughs> no nobody told me we have samples no we don't have samples uh, helen helen bogarted well, everything she's she drank it all because she's a wine <laughs> i i did drink the blush it's good and i brought the red actually but you didn't have to drink it all you could have you could have helped <laughs> of course out. i she, shared it with somebody she drank it on the way here <laughs> <laughs> ladies thank you so much for what you do you're doing amazing things for people i don't even think you realize the relief that you're providing and it's an important thing 
for your organization to get the word out that you are out there. There are people like you, and you're going to be added to that list of heroes of people that are giving selflessly. Thank you. Well, Thank that, you. That, that's what I say. Ladies like you are the real heroes. In my career in law enforcement, I never considered being a hero in any way. You weren't. <laughs> Nani, I think you said it's people who help other people. And that that's to me what a hero is. And me, when I was in law enforcement, that's what we were paid to do. Right, but what made you go into law enforcement? I like the shiny badge and the <laughs> no, nice clean I don't uniform. Think that was it. No, I went into law enforcement because I wanted to help people. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. a life of service. Exactly. It's, it's a life of service. And, and like Kevin said, yeah. you put yourself, and that, that's where the problem with, with military and law enforcement is you're putting everybody before yourself. Exactly. You're not taking care of yourself. Yes. You're, you're looking out for other people. But that's why right. people like you are so important because we need you to help us heal ourselves so we can move forward and help other people. Absolutely. Ladies, you're doing a great thing. We look forward to hearing great things from 23rd Hour Angels in the future. And we are going to be right back. We are proud to introduce the Dented Development Project. In conjunction with the Suffering Podcast, the Dented Development Project is a nonprofit 501c3 with a mission. That's to help first responders and their families repair dents caused by suffering. Visit us at DentedDevelopmentProject.com and get involved today. Helping us means that we can take care of those who take care of us. And we're back, sitting down with the owner of Psy Cigars, Johan Rosario. Johan, thank you so much for being here, being one of our vendors today. I thank appreciate you. you coming on. Thank you. Thank you for truly, me. truly appreciate you helping out our uh, Heroes Relief. Uh, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you, guys. Is this the camera right here? Yeah, this, this talk right into the camera. <laughs> Everybody brought here today is brought here for the sole purpose of trying to benefit four organizations that are dedicated to relieving some of the stresses that are on heroes. I'm asking everybody the same question because everybody's definition is a little bit different. What is a hero to you? Um, so to me, a hero is someone that goes and helps you out in a sense where they're not called. They just know there's a need and they'll fill it, whether they're helping a person out, an organization, an event, or they're helping out. They see the need and they help out. They're not, you know, you have people, you have friends that you can call upon and say, hey, I need a favor. And then the other line of that phone, they're like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And then there are people that call you and tell you, hey, how's everything going? What do you need? Let me know and I'll come and take care of it. I'll come help you. Um, this falls in line with everything uh, in terms of everyone else because you have first responders. That's basically what they do. There's an issue and they come out. But that, that's, a, that's a very apt definition. So first responders, they come to that need, and it, but it's something that's inborn in them. Not yeah. everybody can do that. It's, it's important that you recognize their ability and... Has any has a any first responder or what I consider a hero ever come to your aid or one of your heroes come to your aid? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to me, this is cliche to say, but my mom, my mom was a nurse in the Dominican Republic. It fits right in with our concept because I believe nurses are those first responders. Yeah. They fit into that category. Frontline heroes. Yep. Yeah. So she was. She's there. She was there all the time for everything and anything that I needed uh, whether it was you know pushing me to go to school or you know getting me I, I was I was born and raised in Brooklyn in the late 80s early 90s so in that era all you had in the era the people that if your father wasn't around the people you looked up to were drug dealers and pimps yeah. unfortunately so for me to have my mom there at that strong to push me that, that you know that, that threshold that strong um, person there she was my stepping stone for everything 
So anything I needed, I, I can count on her. And not because she was my mom, just because she just generally wanted to help. Because she would help people regardless of, of whether they needed it or they wanted it. She would just help. Sounds like your mother was your hero. Yeah. Did your mom, like, take care of herself? Because we talk about this all the time, how people in, in the first responder field care more about each other than they actually do about themselves. Right, and and that was the major thing. Like uh, there was a lot of stuff that were that were that was happening to her as she got older with her underlying health issues that she didn't know about because she didn't take a breath or a moment to check herself. This is a person that's checking everyone else. That was and, the point yeah. I was getting. At. Well, yeah. the exactly. the 80s and the 90s was notorious for that. You had first responders that were very very unhealthy, and I'm talking nurses, firemen, cops, EMS, and vets. They were very unhealthy because they were, they're so used to this service life that they can't stop and look at themselves. So that's a great story that your, mo- your mother was a nurse and she's your hero, which is kind of what this day is all about. And I'll bet you if he, she facilitated your entrepreneurial spirit. From be- before I even decided to be entrepreneurial, it's funny, she did. She pushed me. And then, I, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking about my mom, but my father, he was there, but he wasn't at the same time because he was, uh, he's in the Dominican Republic, so he was. Uh, so what happened was when they met, uh, my father was a cop in the Dominican Republic, he was a police officer. So he got injured during during riots and stuff that happened that were against the presidency. This is like, uh, I want to say in the 40s or 50s. So she was his nurse. So he told her, listen, I'm coming back and I'm marrying you. And she was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So sure enough, he was in the hospital every day, every day. And my mother wasn't paying attention to him. So when the moment came that she did, paid attention to him, they went out on a date, everything was great, and he got arrested. Because he was against the government. <laughs> oh, there. no kidding. So he's now in jail. And they were telling me the story um, when they were alive. He's in jail. In the jails in the Dominican Republic, there's no no seats, no nothing. Like, it's just, just a, a cell. Just, with, that's it. Probably with a drain in the, in the bottom. Not even. Not even. Oh, it's a bucket. Oh, God. So she's bringing him food. And, you know, they're, they're already in a full-blown-out relationship after one date. And, you know, so the government, you know, they overthrow the government. He gets out. He's working back. He's reinstated. Everything's happening. She comes over here on a visa. He gets her the visa to come over here. He comes. Uh, he ends up working over here. He doesn't like it over here. He goes over there. So what ended up, the dynamic was they were still together, but he liked it over there and she liked it over here. So they would spend months together here and months together over there. And then I was born and my sister, my siblings. So my father, he was entrepreneurial from jump, from the beginning. So when, when, she came, when he came over here, he opened up a grocery store. It was the easiest thing for a Hispanic family to do when they came in. So from what I know, especially people from Dominican Republic, they're extraordinarily hard-working people. So them coming into this country knowing that opening a grocery store, you're working 18 hours a day. You're working 20 hours a day. But that's just work to them. Yeah, yeah and it, it was <laughs> so no it's, big deal. It's right? no big deal. It's like, you know, people, we're, we're lazy over here. And, and we're, we're you, like, you, you want me to work 18 hours a day for, for a Dominican? We just got to get them socks, bro. We got we to gotta keep Dominicans wearing socks. But anyway, for you know, it, it's funny over here. It's like, you want to work 18 hours a day? It's like, yeah, you're going to pay me? Yeah, you're going yeah. to gonna pay extra for, you're gonna for pay. that stuff. Now, this cigar company, Size Cigars, is not your sole business, correct? No, no, no. no. You're, you do something else. Yeah, I'm so an IT. I'm an IT you're an IT. So how... Well, you just decide no, you wanted no. you wanted to you want to start a cigar company? No, no. So the name Sai Cigars is the initial of my friend uh, and myself. 
So she's Cuban. Yeah, that's my dog, by the way. <laughs> she's a friend of mine. She's Cuban. So we were talking about doing it, but it was just nonchalantly talking, whatever. And then I, it, it came up accidentally, the, the actual brand. Uh, so I'm talking to a gentleman in the Dominican Republic. His name is Victor. And I met him at an event. It had nothing to do with cigars. We were just drinking and talking. We got along. And, you know, fast forward five years later, we we're really good friends. But we're really good friends. Uh, when I go over there, we'll go hang out. He stays with me. We go everywhere. Take me everywhere I got to go to in the Dominican Republic. But what ends up happening is I don't know what he does for a living. I just know that when I, I, I call him, I'm going to be there for a week. He'll take off and he'll spend the day with me. He'll spend the week with me and he, he'll, you know, take me wherever. I never got to what he was doing. So the pandemic happened. Um, and then he's telling me, oh, it's, I'm struggling out here. I'm like, oh, okay. So the first thing in, in our country, whenever anyone says they're struggling and you tell them, how can I help you? Automatically, they're like, oh, just send me money. Back in the, in the 90s, it was, it, the whole term was, oh, you're in America? Money grows on trees. Yeah, so right. That's how it was. So automatically, I'm, he's telling me, he's, you know, but he's genuinely telling me he's not asking me for anything. So I'm like, I'm just going to tell him, listen, what do you need? I'll help you. Because I was ready for him to say money, whatever. I would help him with whatever he asked. So he goes, you know what, if you really want to help me, then just, just do, do a line. I was like, what do you mean, do a line? Do, do a cigar line. I'm like, you, you know companies? He goes, no, I'm, I'm a master blender. I'm like, what is that? I didn't even know what that was. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a shame you're not in Colombia because they ask you to do a line. It means yeah, something. Yeah, different. it means right. a whole, something totally yeah, no. different. That's why I was like, wait, I can't do that over here. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's illegal in the states yeah. here. <laughs> but you that's got, a, you, you got any? <laughs> <laughs> but that's interesting that this this is yeah. the genesis, and it's just this fortuitous friendship that you developed over yeah. time. You were one of our very earliest supporters on the Suffering Podcast, and I've been following your rise. And you got some great stuff over there. And I know people who who just thoroughly enjoy your product. Yeah. And and it's crazy because when I went over there, I was like, all right, I'll pick a line. I'll go for a, I'll go for a week. I'll stay, you know, I'll smoke a couple and pick it out. I got there and I picked out three from getting there. Yeah. Getting back, he gave me some to take home to try. He was like, listen, this is the blend that I'm making because it's his own his own crop. So all my cigars are uh, my own crop in a sense. It's through him, but right. it's my own crop. So when I get back, I said, yeah, let me get these two as well. So I came back with five lines from me going just to pick one. And it's not, he doesn't have 80,000 people working for him. No, it's five people. Really? So the, if you order, I don't know, a thousand cigars from me, it's going to take a while to get them. But they're, they're really, yeah. they're not, you don't have individuals. They're legit. Yeah, you don't have 60 people working on, you don't know this person made it, how this person made it. No, this, you know who's making it because this guy is literally five hands. <laughs> it's really an amazing thing you got going on here. And it's, you got beautiful products too. And not only do the reviews that I've read, say that they're wonderful they are wonderful you, you give such a great presentation you have a lot of eye appeal to which you know great cigar is one thing but if people don't if it doesn't look good oh that's that's, that's the eye appeal that, that's the female in, the, in in your world that's <laughs> yeah. that's what it is yeah. that's why you keep her around her. yeah all the design comes from her like she well we, me and my um the original person that i that i started with that i did it with we got everything now but then she put the final touches like all right this should be this way this should be this way and it's beautiful it really, it really is beautiful i mean his, his display over here is fantastic if it was up really to me is. it would have just had a hammer in here just smoke this <laughs> just smoke it it's a good cigar but no you yeah. do have to have that eye appeal yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like you you're on you're on the pulse of everything you're on point and i wish you continued success thank you for being here johan thank you for being part of the Heroes Relief Coalition and, and Heroes again, Relief you were, you were one of our very first sponsors. Well, this is my first ever anything that has to do with like if you see on my social media or anything, you don't see my face or hear my voice on anything. Uh, I don't. As a matter of fact, yeah. until you we spoke on the phone many times. Yeah. 
until you showed up here, I had no clue what you looked like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Listen, and I, I wish I didn't see Kevin's face. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, look out for Psy Cigars. We're going to put links into our show notes, but I know you're on all social media. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So check them out, and we will be right back with the Suffering Podcast. We are so proud to have Psy Cigars on our side at the Suffering Podcast. You have to check out these exclusive premium cigars. You're not going to find quality this type anywhere else. Whether it's for you or that cigar smoker in your circle, Psy Cigars has a variety of brands to fit every taste. Go to SciCigars.com, that's S-Y-C-I-G-A-R-S.com, or check out the show notes for the link. You're not going to find better cigars than Psy Cigars. And we're back, sitting here with B&B Apiarist. Am I saying that right, Apiarist? Beekeeper. Sarah Sarah is the daughter of a very, very dear friend of mine, and she's been very apprehensive about coming on here. But I said, hey, we got to promote your brand. Okay, you're here as a vendor today for the Heroes Relief Coalition. We are very, very thankful that you came here. You set up your tent. You focus on local honey and other natural honey-sourced products. Congestion and headaches. Yes. How does honey help congestions and headaches? It's mixed in with all natural ingredients like aloe and shea butter. And so it helps with the congestion. Is just like your Vicks, you rub it on your chest. And the headache, you rub it on your temple. My grandmother used to make me eat Vicks when I was a kid. <laughs> Along with the good. paint chips you ate off the seal. Off the seal. I was waiting for explains a lot, but go ahead. <laughs> The, uh, next to all the power lines that yeah. you, you grew up with. But anyway, so we're here today. You're here as a vendor for the Heroes Relief Coalition, which is a very important thing to us. But I also know it's an important thing to you because the vast amount of the men in your family are firemen. Yes, that is okay. correct. I'm assuming the word hero has a lot and a deep meaning to somebody like you. Yes, it does. What's your definition of a hero? Um, somebody who doesn't think about themselves, who always puts everybody else first and just goes right into action. You know, there's no second thought at all. At their own peril. Yes. We, I, we say it all the time about firemen. They run into places that we're running out of. Running out of, yes. That, to me, is a hero. Listen, I was shot at, and I, I didn't like it, but fire scares the hell out of me. I've been in plenty of burning buildings in my law enforcement career, and I hated it. <laughs> I had to stay there and act like I knew what I was doing until the fire department got there. Now, your father is a long-standing fireman, and there's a, there's a very unique perspective that I would like you to bring in. Being the daughter of one of these people who are willing to sacrifice everything to save somebody who they don't even know, what's that like? It's got to feel weird when you know they go off to the next hot fire or the, the, the working house fire and you never know. Yes, it's uh, very scary. The daughter, the sister, the niece, and the aunts of all of them. Um, it is very scary. And it's, um, it's very proud knowing all of them for so many different generations are. My brother was one of the youngest chiefs that they had. And my father's been in it for over 37 years, I believe. Um, so it is. Your father? You, I actually, yes. I know your father's been in close to 50. 
Because no, I was at the I was at his installation dinner. That's how I know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he I mean, might I'm be. I'm only more. 35, so I can't really <laughs> tell exactly how long. So yeah, you're probably right with that. How did I, I know you've recently come into the honey business with yes, your father? Your father's been in it for a, for a very About long time. Nine years he got into it. Yeah. One day you just you see a bee like, hey, maybe I can produce some honey out of that. Yeah. Somebody told him about a class he could take, and his friend. His father used to do it years ago that he knew him, so he asked him to do it with him, and they went to this class, they passed this class, and they just kind of were hooked. And it's the two of them, and then my aunt started in on it, and she was the selling part and the main part with that way, and he does all the attraction and knows where all the hives are around town. That's what I was going to say. It's not like you can go out and buy a bee. You know, <laughs> no, you yeah, go yeah. to a pet store and buy bees. I, I think you can, can't you? Can't you buy bees? Um, you can, but it has to be. I mean, you have to buy the queen bees, the main one you need. You need one queen bee per hive. If there's two queens, the other uh, male bees will actually kill both queen bees. So there should only be one queen bee per hive. There's there's a lot of science that goes into this. There's a lot. So you gotta, you I'm gotta, still learning all of it. You kind of get the the female, the, the queen, who really enjoys sex. But you can't have two. Because if they both enjoy sex, then they'd be fighting over the male. Um, yeah. It does a whole lesson. But for, <laughs> with honey, and I know this has been debunked, but I still, I still am a strong believer in it. Local honey is it helps guard against local allergies. Yes, it's amazing for allergies. But I, they, they say that's not true, but I call bullshit no, on that. No, it is big bullshit. It is massively, especially if it's only been filtered once, the raw honey. If it's filtered more than once, it doesn't help with allergies. That's right. why you best bet is to get local raw honey that you're around. Buying it from the store doesn't give you that full from where you are. Um, so if you buy it local, it will really help you. I know a lot of people that buy pounds of it just because they use it for their allergies. They take it every morning or every night. Not and to mention, it's it's unprocessed. It's it's natural. Yes, it's it's organic. Yep. what's the ingredient in honey? Honey. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah, like, you know, not too much more to honey than honey. Yeah, and people do. You know, you, from time to time, you need something sweet. You use the honey, but exactly. I think you folks over there are doing a fantastic job. You have a wonderful product. I use your product. So one of the things I do with your product, if I have a little bit of a sore throat, because I talk all day and then I coach and I'm screaming and everything, so I'll take some some of your honey, some of the B&B Apiaris honey, and I will put a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon in just hot water, and it's a very enjoyable, relaxing thing, and it helps my sore throat. Absolutely. Now we're using our voices more and more, so we sort of got to take care of them. I may, I may have to go grab a couple bottles before I leave. <laughs> we know where we are. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today at the Heroes Relief Coalition. Thank you One so question much. I have, though. How many times have you gotten stung? I have not done any extraction yet. That is going to be the next project. Well, right? Denise over there, she just got stung in the she, eyelid. Yeah, she got stung in the eye. Yes, my father gets stung quite a bit. You actually have to smoke the bees out to calm them down when you go to extract the honey. <laughs> you smoke them out with weed? If you want, yeah. That's so why Chi or Apiaris. That might help next time. Maybe we won't get stung. There you go. Well, thank you so much for doing what you do. I think you got a great product, and I look forward to just growing and growing. Your, your product is going to get out there, and people are going to realize that you do a great job. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you. And we're going to be right back with the Suffering Podcast. All new Suffering Podcast gear is here. The show depends heavily on our supporters to get the word out. Let people know that suffering is a team sport and no one is alone in their struggles. Wearing the Suffering Podcast merchandise accomplishes that goal. Check out our store at thesufferingpodcast.com or check our show notes for the link. Your support and love means everything to us.
And we are back with Kevin Klink, owner, operator, founder of Live Free Farm and one of the co-hosts of this Heroes Relief Fund co- coalition, however you want to call it. Kevin, thanks so much for coming back on. Absolutely. I know your episode touched a lot of people, as I know you touch a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively, figuratively and literally. Figuratively. <laughs> Only figuratively. He touches himself a lot. The animals. A- You're talking about the animals. But you- <laughs> hey, the pigs are animals, too. <laughs> I got here earlier this morning, and Kevin's in his own... It, it's an amazing thing to see, and it's, this is from the bottom of my heart. Kevin is out feeding the animals, and he's just walking around. He's in his own little world. Nothing's bothering him. Yeah. He's peaceful. And then you showed up. And then I showed up and ruined <laughs> ruined his sanctuary totally. Yeah. And, then, and then the 23rd Hour Angels showed up. And, and uh, ruined everybody. Yeah, ruined everything. Nah, <laughs> they're all wonderful. But I see you're in your element when you're out there. Yeah, so, absolutely. So Live Free Farms, the animal sanctuary, what you're doing for vets especially is kind of what you're doing for yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got such an emotional connection with the animals and... They did so much for me to help me get through so much. Basically what I want to be able to do, you know, for other guys. I started uh, doing a fire pit Friday here every other Friday. We just did one this last Friday night. So two weeks from now, whatever that date would happen to be. And then obviously every two weeks from there, you know, we'll be doing that. So if there's any veterans that want to get in contact with me, you know, you can go through Facebook page or, or Instagram and reach out. And you'll see the post for it and everything too. And then that's where we've started as far as to give back to other vets and, and try and do stuff for them and everything. That's where we've gotten so far as far as programs or things we want to you know start doing to help out. You've reached a lot of different people. At this point, you recently had a birthday fundraiser, and I saw how many people mm-hmm. just were able to give of themselves. And I think it's, I, I think it's uh, something about the way you're doing it. You're not asking for those donations for yourself. You're asking it for the assistance of your animals and for others. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. take a walk up that trail and look at all the food he's got out there. I know. Man, that food don't come free. <laughs> yeah. But some the, of it's donated, some of the vegetables, but the, right. For the most part, I mean, it's been me paying for their feeding and all that. And then the, obviously all the, the the money that comes in for that helps a lot. And then, to, like you said, the stuff, you know, we want to get into and the, this, the programs we want to start or the stuff we want to do for other veterans is going to be, you know, yeah, the, unfor- like the unfortunate thing about any type of, I know with our nonprofit dental development, and Live Free Farm and 20, 23rd Hour Angels, it takes funds in order to continue that work and those the, the good givings and the good tidings that we're trying to move forward and pay right. forward. I, I wish I wish there was a cheaper way to do it, but unfortunately, this is, this is the way we work. So we have events like this. We have these wonderful vendors out here doing their things. We got our T-shirts. We got your T-shirts. We got some items from 23rd Hour Angels. I mean, everybody's having – it seems like everybody's having a good time. Huh? Taco truck, dude, yeah. bro. That taco truck was out of control. Yeah, uh, I think that was my idea. But <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take full credit for that yeah. one, aren't you? Uh, not the taco truck. That was definitely clink. Yeah. Tell that story how we got the taco truck. That's I great. Was, yeah, I was just driving home from uh, Lake George trip with a bunch of buddies a couple weeks ago, and we were having issues with getting food trucks and everything. And I just pulled up next to it at the Somerville Circle and <laughs> took a picture of the. The phone number on it and called them. Luckily, they were available. I called but about yeah, seven. Fantastic. I called about seven different food trucks in Arrow. Yeah. I mean, we put this together pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And, and for for putting it together pretty quick, it was a lot. Of, it was it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Always a lot of moving. Trucks, I, yeah. I called probably seven different food trucks and I said, "No, we're booked that weekend. We're booked that weekend." Yeah. And we got lucky with the weather. That's oh, that's another perfect. thing. The yeah. weather oh, is beautiful. Thing. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
from the last time we spoke when we when you were on the Suffering Podcast, has anything advanced as far as uh, have you gotten any more animals? Have you gotten uh, more no, involved? No more animals. Uh, right, a couple people have reached out, so there there could be some coming shortly. And then and really, it's the Fire Pit Fridays have been going pretty good since I, I think since I did the podcast. I don't know if I did one yet at that point, but those have been going really well. So. Uh, you know, hopefully we can keep that going and the word will get out there more. And, you know, it's a good time to just come out. It's, like I said, it's every other Friday night from 7 to 11. It's just it's a veterans only event here. We sit around the fire and, you know, you just you could either talk about serious stuff or just just bullshitting with other veterans and like minded guys. It's just you can't you feel, you know, grounded and you. Could, well, that's you, the you, difference. You, you don't you're not going to get judged anything you're going to say and all that. And you could the camaraderie is just are immediately there. We this happens in the police world, right. as you well know. Police like to talk to other police. Vets mm-hmm. like to talk to other vets because you've been there. You've done right, that. You've right. seen the same things. So it's much easier to open up. And with individuals such as ourselves, it's very difficult to open up. Yeah. And we need that, yeah. that stuff. But you, you, you could feel open when you're around friends like that. Correct. Right. You know, you can't, I, I can't open up. Oh, I had a very hard time opening up even when I started going to, to shrinks and all that. Yeah. I had a hard time opening up. Like it, was, it was easier to open up to a guy like Kevin because I know he's been through that before. Like, you probably couldn't open up to me because of your military stuff because I have no clue. But the funny thing is, is about when I'm sure this is the same way with vets. When somebody opens up to you, you'll break their balls. I mean, you will break their balls. Where if a normal person, an outsider, were to do that same thing to that same person, they'd get a smack in the mouth yeah. and you get a punch yeah. in the face. But since you're coming from that place of understanding, you're like, ha that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, pretty absolutely. funny. Hey, Kevin, listen, man, I really appreciate you, you holding this event at your farm. Absolutely. Because Thank this you. is a big deal. Listen, I, I have to tell you, coming up here today, the ride up here was terrible for me. <laughs> yeah. And I had so much stress when I got here. I walked back, saw the pigs and a donkey and all, and it was just like such a, such a relief. It's yeah. like, you know, I mean, it, it's a fantastic thing what you're doing. Thank and you. I yeah. felt it just today. Right. My first time up here, I, as soon as I walked up there and saw the pigs and everything, I was like, hey. Yeah. Like you said, it's <laughs> awesome. You just ground you. you know? Yeah, they really do. You see them, they, you know, they just want treats and they love you and everything. And it's just, it's just, it shows you just how simple life can really be, you know, and everything. Well, yeah. those pigs it's don't a, know that you're a wounded warrior. They don't know that you you've been in a traumatic incident. And non-judgmental, and they just it's hey, are you going to take care of me or are you go, are you a threat to me? Yeah, that's exactly. it. It's, it's the simplest yeah. simplest equation. Well, I did get rammed a couple of times when I was up there. The goats, the, the goats the, get a little. Well, stop trying to get behind the donkey, man. Yeah. yeah, this is what happens. They're wild animals. You didn't tell me that before I got here. <laughs> I should have put a sign up for you to do not enter. <laughs> Is that why he was trying to push him off a cliff? Probably. <laughs> so we get a little pushback? <laughs> well, listen, Kevin, you're doing wonderful work. As great. always, this is a great day. Let's continue to have some fun, and uh, we'll return very shortly on the Suffering Podcast. Kev, thanks again for everything you did, Absolutely. man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. The Suffering Podcast family has grown. The Hackensack Brewing Company is an American success story. Born in the basement and developed by true beer practitioners, the Hackensack Brewing Company has emerged as a leader in the brewing community with their four staple brews. The Fairmount Pale Ale, the Parking Lot Pilts, the Musket Haze New England IPA, and the Moments Notice Irish Stout. But they don't stop there. The Hackensack Brewing Company has produced over 50 seasonal and specialty craft beer throughout their history, with the best yet to come. Don't get caught drinking a product developed by an impersonal corporate machine. The guys at the Hackensack Brewing Company suffer for their beer. Without the beer to back it up, the brand is nothing. 
Visit them at hackandsackbrewing.com or check the show notes for the link. Here you'll find their dynamic and changing list of specialized brews. The Hackensack Brewing Company provides convenient online ordering and pickup. The Hackensack Brewing Company. Peace. Love. Beer. Beer. And we are back on the Suffering Podcast with Heather Campbell. And Heather has a very interesting talent. Heather is one of our vendors here today. She's providing a service to a community in the same light, in the same way 23rd Hour Angels provides a service. And Heather is a medium. Explain to us what, what it is exactly that you do. So I can feel, see, hear, and know things from the other side. So I communicate all of that information to my client. And what's it feel like when you get these messages? So sometimes it's a feeling, sometimes it's a vision, sometimes I see the actual person, uh, you know, physically see a past loved one. Sometimes I hear things, like they'll tell me a story, they'll tell me, um, or it'll be one word, you know, sometimes it's not a whole story, or it's usually visions or images that I see. How often do you get tired of hearing the story that you see dead people? I'm sure you've heard, I'm (laughs) sure you've heard it plenty of times. All the time. And I love it. This is... I'm grateful and blessed for the gifts that I've been given, and I help people in a very unique way. It's got to be tough, though, because you're, you're almost absorbing other other people's pain. It's got to be tough on you. It, it can be tough, and I do actually absorb you know physical energy, but I know how to clear it, and I know how to kind of separate myself and detach and release the energy from me. But it took a while to learn that process. Oh, I'm sure. Because otherwise, you're just going to keep internalizing that over and over and over again. I'm sure that could be exhausting at times. Absolutely. Sometimes, some reading, everyone's different. Everyone's energy is different. So some readings are, if this person is very open and willing to hear all the messages, it kind of flows a little bit better. But if they're a little bit more um, skeptical or reserved or they're kind of nervous, it kind of block, puts up a block. Well, see, I'm, skept- I'm skeptical of doctors and they have medical degrees. And my skepticism of your gift has nothing to do with that your gift might be seen as like a, a fringe medicine, but I'm just skeptical on a normal basis about everything. Add that into something where you cannot quantify exactly what your gift is. It's got to be a difficult thing to overcome when you sit down with somebody. Absolutely. And that's kind of the process with being a medium is being confident in your gifts and what you see, what you, what the information that you're getting. You know, there's things that they tell me or they show me that there's no way I would know. Unless right. someone from the other side was telling me. There's there's no way I would have the information or have access to it if someone else wasn't telling me. It's a shame you can't go to the other side and find out what tomorrow's lottery numbers are going to be. They will not show me that. They will not. <laughs> it's because they're stingy ghosts. They're stingy spirits. Listen, God, God even has rules. You know, God's not going to tell you the lottery numbers and everything else. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Man. I, I get that a lot. Can you tell me the lottery numbers? I'm like, they're not going to tell me. Come on. Like they got to do a little bit better than that. So we're here today at Live Free Farm, and we're here for the Heroes Relief fundraiser. Everybody's definition of what a hero is is a little bit different. And how would you sit down and quantify and define what a hero is? That's a good question. To me, a hero is someone who helps others. That's really what a hero is to me, someone that is willing to put themselves aside and do something bigger and greater that they can really impact someone in a way that most people, I guess, wouldn't understand helping people. That, that, that really is, that, that's what a hero is to me, is someone who really truly wants to help people with a, a kind and open heart. Well, I think what you're doing is along those same lines because ultimately your goal is to help people through your gift 
And is there a particular area that you prefer to focus on? There is. So my, my particular area of focus is on helping women love themselves after abusive relationships. Uh, I hope you didn't get any of my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> no, that, I'm not. I'm that, that's far from deep, an though. That, that, again, and as Kevin said, you are, in effect, a hero also because you're helping people like that. That's got to be a lot to swallow at the end of the day when you hear all these horror stories. It can be, but I have my own horror story. Right? This is why I do what I do. I've been abused most of my life, and I've overcome different traumas. I was alone doing it. I had to kind of go through the healing process by myself, and it taught me how to help others in a very unique, different way. But that's important because you need that perspective. Nobody's ever going to listen to you if you had this beautiful life. You had, If you come from a place of pain, you have a lot more perspective on what pain does to a person, and people are going to listen to you a little bit more. And that's part of your gift aside is somebody's going to open up to you because you have been there, especially with a particular situation. I think it's important. Absolutely. I can relate to what most people have been through. I said it to you just last week. If you haven't walked in my shoes, don't try to tie my laces. And that to me is this. If you haven't gone through something, don't tell me how to live my life. To me, I, I think that's very important. You, like you said, have been through stuff before, so you could relate to that. I don't like people, I've been through a lot in my life, I don't like people trying to tell me how to live my life if you haven't seen what I've seen. Absolutely, it makes sense. I think you are doing a fantastic job at what you're doing. I know my wife had a reading from you, and I hope you didn't bash me. You didn't meet. You didn't know I was her husband at no, the time. I, I hope you didn't bash me too much, <laughs> and I hope I didn't inflict that much damage on her, although I know I have. Well, you know, it's funny. When Trish walked in and saw Heather and said, oh, this is my husband, Kevin, Heather said, oh, that's the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I really needed a medium to tell me that. <laughs> Geez, that means that means me and several other people in this world actually have a medium gift that kind of discounts Heather's abilities. Well, no, we all have gifts. So not to discount my abilities, but we all do have gifts. Most people's are just locked, and they haven't tapped into them. It's like going to the gym. You exercise these muscles, and they get stronger. Same thing with your intuitive gifts. The more you exercise them, the stronger they get. I wish I could get to the point where my intuitive muscles were stronger than they are, but unfortunately, I look for hope in hopeless situations. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. Thank you very much for being here and being one of our vendors. How can we find you if somebody is in need of your assistance? How can somebody find you? Uh, through my website. It's heatherjuliacampbell.com. Heatherjuliacampbell.com. We will also put a link to that in our show notes. Heather, thank you, you very much. For do you have any social media or anything like I that? I do. I have Facebook and Instagram. Same thing. Heather Julia Campbell is how you can find me. We'll find us on the Suffering Podcast, and I will also post a link to your Facebook and your Instagram as well. And that's going to do it for this short little vignette of the Suffering Podcast. We will be right back. Caffeina is now part of the Suffering Podcast family. We all need a boost of energy from time to time. Rather than reach for that fifth cup of coffee or grabbing a sugary, chemical-laden energy drink, choose the better alternative. That better alternative is Caffeina. Caffeina is a delicious caffeine and electrolyte-infused spring water that is micro-filtered for purity. It's a delicious and refreshing natural energy drink that delivers the most vital of elements to us, and that's water. There is no aftertaste, no chemicals, and no sugar. Caffeina is a perfect source for pre- and post-workout, morning or afternoon pick-me-up, or just something refreshing to quench your thirst. Caffeina is listed as Amazon's Choice on Amazon.com, and that comes with free shipping. Just search Caffeina, C-A-F-E-I-N-A, or check out our show notes for the link. Put a little pep in your step 
while still feeling good about the products you put in your body. Stay hydrated, stay awake, stay healthy with caffeine. That was a fantastic day. I'm so happy we did this because we are finally at an end of the Heroes Relief Fundraiser. You know, we met so many people and so many interesting people and heard so many different stories during the day about other people suffering. And I mean, it was really, really nice day. You know, the, the real suffering is I put in a lot of money for the tricky tray. I gave them all to my wife. And what does my wife do? She puts in for a basket full with cat toys. But guess who doesn't have a cat, Mike? Well, your dog may like them. Yes. <laughs> the, su- the suffering of giving your wife your tricky tray tickets. So, That's a whole other episode. Oh, dude. But the tricky tray actually turned out really well. A lot of people showed up to support us. The taco truck was wonderful. The ice cream truck was wonderful. Live Free Farm for hosting this event at his particular location. My kids had a blast. They were here. I know the other kids were here with the animals and the bounce houses. This is this is awesome. I think we got to give them a shout out, Senor Tacos. Oh yeah, the taco truck, Senor that Tacos. Was, I, that was fantastic. I, I got this. Uh, it was like carne asada. It was uh, it was awesome. I got a chicken and cheese quesadilla. Oh my god, I want to get another one. Quesadilla, say it right, man. Uh, whatever. You know, <laughs> I, I want to get another one, but there's only one Porta John here, so. <laughs> I want to thank all of our vendors out there. There's actually too many of them for me to, to mention. So, But we also made a lot of nice contacts for some upcoming shows. But they were just they, they were happy to come out here and donate their time and donate their products to a worthy cause. You know what's crazy? I mean, we just had some people come up that we just wanted to talk to the vendors and give them a little promotion and everything else. And a couple different vendors had some suffering stories that we're going to be able to use down the road. Yes, absolutely. You know, to, to help other people out. And it's going to highlight their story, and it's going to show how they made it through, because obviously they're here, they're moving forward with their life, and they're taking their pain and suffering and using it for everything that it's supposed to be used for. So we're coming to the end of this thing, Mike. You know, at the end of every episode, we always try to learn what the suffering has taught us, find out what we have learned from all this suffering. So, Mike, I'm going to pose this question to you. What has the suffering of the of Heroes Relief taught you? You know what? I, I've never had a business of my own, but I talking to some of these vendors, whether whether it be on the podcast or on the side, you know, just the suffering that they go to too. You know, suffering isn't unto ourselves. Everybody goes through some kind of suffering, whether they're starting up a business. We had Heather, the medium, come on. Yeah, you know, and she's we were, great. We were talking to her about you know her suffering and how. She pretty much has to eat everybody else's pain because she's a medium. She talks to the afterlife. She's going through suffering, and we, we talk about it all the time, how we hear other people suffering, and how do we channel that? Taking a note from the 23rd Hour Angels book is you, you eventually do have to cleanse yourself, and, and I do it in several different ways. It's, you know, it's exercise for me. It's maybe just going out and sitting quiet or wh- however, whatever it may be. I try not to medicate. I try not to run away from it. I try to run towards it. But eventually, we all need a little bit of assistance. The Heroes Relief Fundraiser and the, the suffering that is attributed to Heroes Relief for me, it's pretty great, actually, because I think that there's a lot of people out there willing to help. They hear these worthy causes, and they say, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to make a difference, and they do. It's funny, too, how, how a couple people did come up and say that they, they understand like what we're doing. I don't know if they actually said it, but they, they actually appreciated what we're doing because we are bringing suffering to light. Right, and you got to run towards the suffering. They were very receptive to us. As we were receptive to them, I mean, I'm thank God we had all these vendors here. I mean, they, they did a great job. Hopefully, they made some uh, 
made some money and got their, their names out there. They really made us feel important today. Absolutely. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the Suffering Podcast, the suffering of the Heroes Relief Fundraiser, and also the suffering of Living Free and the 23rd Hour. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're going to see you on the next episode of the Suffering Podcast. Everybody have a good night.